Did you look that one up? I don't have. No, you I don't looked have, up. You Googled. I, I do not have a document up of <laughs> puns about the body and the toe. Chokes. He does. No. He does. Welcome to New Game Plus. You are listening to a retro gaming podcast where three guys spend seven days playing one old game and then we talk about it. My name's Dustin. My name's Kenny. Nolan here. And this is episode 229. And this past Thursday, more than 12 million people logged into a game called Fortnite. I know. Hold on. For the debut of rapper Travis Scott's new song. And I don't like I this timeline. That sounds weird. That sounds odd. But I watched the entire concert. I sent to Nolan just the intro. I'm, I'm sure he probably didn't go search for the entire concert. Kenny, this is the first time you're hearing about this. But it ended up being an almost 10 million, nope, a, an, an almost 10 minute performance show where a massive animated, of course, Travis Scott went through a few songs from his catalog as gamers like in Fortnite were flying around, jumping around, running around and watching the show. Now, listen, I'm not a Fortnite fan. None of us are Fortnite fans. We haven't really played it. Don't necessarily care much for it. Glad that it's a game. Glad that people are playing it, whatever. But this was amazing. And it went off seamlessly for... 12, over 12 million people on many different servers. No one else is doing this, and we've we've got to acknowledge it. Okay. I can 100% acknowledge the novelty and be excited about it, but was this actually like a live performance? No. No. No, no. They, but they, So they, I guess, motion captured him, uh, recorded and mixed. Uh, it's probably already recorded, but mixed these different songs. And as if it was a performance, it was a virtual reality performance where a very, I mean, real it's not, looking. It's not a animated, performance if it's he's not doing it live. That's not true. Well, okay, that's not, not a, true at all. It's not. It's not a live performance if he's not doing You're right. Live. You're right. It is not something that I didn't say it was. You are totally correct. Uh, Nolan, you saw a little bit of it. Yeah. Was it impressive at all? Are you just in hate with Fortnite that no. you won't even he's acknowledge? so much hate. I no, I'm not in hate. I um. You're right. No one else is doing it. And it's like, what are they doing to, one have that much money to get <laughs> Travis Scott to do that. And two, so wait, he released a song. Yeah. A he debut? released a new single on that. So that's that. huge. Travis Scott's a massive, massive artist. And that's a lot of people. I want to know. Yeah. I want to know how they have the server capacity to pull that off. And then it's such a good publicity stunt. It's, Oh my good. I, I I don't know. I'm like mad impressed <laughs> that they're the ones you know? doing it. Yeah. He's they, mad impressed. Well, here's the thing. They're doing it at a level that other people just aren't and can't. Like they can't. Well, it's almost scary to me because of that. Like it, they have all all the resources, they have all the attention, they have all the player base. Like 
they can start to influence the market and the industry any sure. way they want. They they decide because maybe they'll be good guys with it. Uh, I, maybe it feels like it's the start to the the oasis from uh, that Ready Player One movie. Yeah, yeah, Ready Player One. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It does. It if just, they start to do some VR stuff and they become the like the oasis, I'm not playing. Well, if you can go to <laughs> concerts that are not live, Kenny, or they are live, whatever. I'll be more impressed when they're live. But <laughs> and, with, and it's these, uh, yeah. It's, it's never going to be the Oasis game. until haptic feedback becomes significantly oh, better. He's still on that haptic feedback. But, <laughs> put on the gloves, dude. No, like you gotta you gotta be able to walk and stuff. Regardless, <laughs> it's kind of cool that they're doing something novel. I don't care for Fortnite or for uppity musicians but i'm glad that we live in a world where cool things like this are happening we need to release like a new game plus weekly news article online where kenny writes it and so i just like imagine the title of this last week's is uppity artist (laughs) performs for Fortnite fans or whatever uppity artist he's uppity coming that's definitely (laughs) <laughs> that's definitely Travis for you. All right, so that's the that's the video game news. We're gonna head and in, head into the meat of the podcast. Uh, be prepared for an onslaught of wordplay that you are about to face. Ooh. <laughs> like in our retro game of the week, decap attack. Overview. Decap attack is a 1991 Sega Genesis title. It was developed by Vic Tokai. Is that a person or is that a company? <laughs> it sounds like a person. I don't know. All right. like First of all, person. Kenny, are you already crying? He's already crying. crying. I'm crying He's a cry- little bit. He can't. He's physically crying. Yeah. Uh, Vic Tokai, uh, who we all know is either a person or a company, uh, they, <laughs> they, he developed also a few other games. I w- was not familiar with them. Kid Cool, Psycho Fox, also, Magical Flying Turbo Hat Adventures. Mm. Nice. That's a good name. That's a good one name. That's a, that's a big <laughs> one. Um, and this game is somewhat unique in that Decap Attack is kind of a remake. I don't know if you guys read this, heard this, saw this, but it is a westernized version of the 1990 Japanese Mega Drive game that I just mentioned, that Magic Hat one, the, the Turbo Hat Adventures, whatever it is. Um, so it's somewhat of a reskin of that game to be more palatable to a Western audience. And their idea of making it more palatable is to make it awful skeletons without a head and who punches people with his guts. So what's the Japanese version? Well, being called Magical Flying Turbo Hat Adventures, I would think that it's, I mean, Magical Hat No Budo by f- Oh, I got something. you. Magical okay, hat, so yeah, no, you bu- fu- no butabi tabo daiboken. You're really good at that. I think it was just more anime, and this was 91, mm. where we were not steep into anime yet. Okay. So that's really all that it was. They were like, hey, anime is not over there. Let's recreate this game. <laughs> and so they put a weird vibe on it. I think that they Super found they just some weird early 90s stuff that we were doing, and they were like, the Americans love that. It was like a Scooby-Doo puns. episode. They saw a Scooby-Doo episode and they're like, oh, they're yeah. weird over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they can't handle anime, but maybe they can handle yeah. uh, mummy uh, punching people with his guts. So um, <laughs> in, in some ways, it is a stereotypical platformer. 
So you're going left to right, you're going right to left, and you're going up and down, okay? But then the way that this uh, is presented is where it gets weird, and we've kind of prefaced it a little bit here. You are a headless mummy named Chuck D. Head. Chuck D. Head. Which, bad. (laughs) Uh, You were created by Dr. Frank in... Stein, Not which bad. is, I mean, just so creative here. Uh, and you, you're taking out the bad guy, Max D. Cap. Uh, uh, so all throughout <laughs> this game, you've got Kenny level puns that are just. There's like, what there's like three really ingenious ones that made me giggle. Most of them are pretty phoned in, though. They're, I, I, I didn't come across seen. one that I didn't roll my eyes. Uh, I don't. Yeah. So th- the premise is that this overworld has been split into many different islands that Chuck, the main character, has to go to and save to bring this, I don't know, Pangea back together again. And it is these e- each island piece is the shape of a piece of a skeleton. Right. So you've got a skull and uh, you've got a heart Tibia. and a shield and a t- and you've got arms and legs and whatever. Yeah. At, at one chest- point you're on an eye lend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it's great. So you've got these seven different worlds that you're going to, and each world is three levels or three stages with a boss fight at the end. Rinse and repeat, platformer. That's the game, and it's just got this weird skin over it. Again, again, and we'll talk about it here momentarily. Headless mummy, where your main attack is punching people with your guts. Yeah, so they have eyes. So yeah. reskinned, deskinned, is the oh wow. There we go. See, that was better than all of the other they ones. They should and hire I know it wasn't Kenny. really pun. Yeah, it was a pun, I guess. They should hire Kenny. Kenny would have done really good working for Vic Takai, <laughs> yeah. the company or the man. <laughs> yeah. So believe it or not, after you said the the name of the game last week at the end of the episode, and I was like, no, whatever. What in the oh, world? You played this? No. I did not okay. play it, but definitely recognize the cover art from the video store. For sure. Yeah. It was one that I was like, oh, that looks really weird, and I never got it. But I was a big the, Genesis boy, so. On the cover is is uh, Chuck D. Head uh, <laughs> with his bandaged body. Mr. You head. You can see his eye to guts, and he's chunking his other his head, yeah. his skull head. But in the background is this yellow ape. Yeah. That's yeah, so, that's so random. giant gorilla. The whole thing is just weird, but you look at the cover and that's what you're going to get. More of that Mm. in the game itself. Gameplay. So, Dustin, you said that this island gets broken up into all these different parts, and I already laughed a little bit about (laughs) one of the areas, um, Island, but I think it's worth just to give people a flavor of the game talking through some of these other worlds that you travel through. They're all bad. Uh, no, one of them's good. They're pretty bad. You get island. You get abdomen land. Bad. Which is supposed That's to be like his like abdomen, but then they try and shove domain in there. Next. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, you get <laughs> this one I like. You get Elbow yeah. Island. That's my that favorite good. one. Yeah, that one's E-L space B-E-A-U. Yeah, like I don't know. bow. Uh, you get Tibuland. That's all right. <laughs> bad. Armington, which Bad. Pumpington, which Even also worse. sounds terrible. Sounds 
sounds really English, honestly. Pumpington. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel like, well, never mind. I'll let you make your own joke. Uh, and then you get Last Leg Land, mm. which literally is just the last leg. It's mailed in. Of the game, yeah. like, like actually, but then figuratively as well. So if we're ranking these, of course, oh, which is the most important thing. Of course, thing we here, need we're to do that first. We're putting Elbow Island up top, guys? I'm putting no, Elbow Island first. is the top for me. Island is good because you're, uh, and if you're not hearing our pronunciation, instead of I-S, it's uh, E-Y-E, which also I-S, Island, what? English? I don't know. But Island and Elbow Island, we're good with those islands mainly. Mm, yeah, I don't like the other ones at all. So, <laughs> yeah, those two. All right, yeah. look, I, I landed where you guys did. The, the, okay, so was that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Was that a pun? Were you putting an I? I, I mean, it, it was were subtle. you? <laughs> Go no. Okay, so that's setting the tone here for the kind of game, and that just transitions into what you're actually doing when controlling this character. Um, so, as Dustin said, you, what you have here is this mummy-looking thing. And your main attack, uh, th- there's a, an opening in the wraps, and there are eyeballs in there. And your main attack against ghosts and other unidentifiable enemies is punching them with your guts coming out. And it's, it's as gross as it sounds. <laughs> Yeah. The animation is terrible. I was watching Kenny's first play, right, trying to make sense of what I was seeing because it. I, I guess it doesn't. It didn't register with my head at first, and even your lives, I think, are pumping are images. Hearts. It's hearts, your, yeah. just like every other video game. You have hearts, but it's like but a realistic. Case, it's like real, like anatomically correct. <laughs> it's beating hearts. God, I that I just put that together. Yeah. I thought it was the guts, but it's it's, just, uh, it's a. A it's pumping, a heart. bleeding yeah. heart. Yeah. Your your guts are, have eyes, and they come out of your chest. So that is your primary move. But as you're about to say, your secondary move, when you have it available to you, is a skull head that goes on top of the money or the mummy uh, body. Body, yeah. And you throw that as a projectile. And but then, then it, it comes back to you. Yeah, back sort of boomerang you. style. Kind of. But not really boomerang style because you like throw it and it like falls on the ground like and sits stays. there for a second. <laughs> but it's, it's a hitbox like as it's out though. So like if anything hits it, it, oh, yeah. it, it gets hurt. So honestly, it's... It, the, oh, it's strong. You got yeah, it. On, I was going to give it some credit. Y'all are going to roast me if I say anything nice. It's honestly kind of a cool little move because you can like throw it out and then deal with some close by enemies with your guts and then it will boomerang back. <sighs> I... I, I Listen, I got used to the combat pretty quickly in this game. I thought it was fairly intuitive. There's nothing to it. But I I started to enjoy the flow of combat in this game pretty quickly. And there's some kind of enjoyable th- like we already said it's silly, but there's definitely a few I can't say unique because they could have done even more unique things if they'd wanted to, like We'll talk about the items you get and those power-ups, and I don't think they implemented those super well, though the idea was kind of cool. But you do get a couple of things that made me <laughs> super excited, Most of mostly the running-in-air maneuver, which is not an unheard-of thing in video games, but it's one of those where you can jump into the air, and then you can run in the air, and it makes your character like 
wiggle his legs and instead of dropping quickly, like float and sort of forward, like slow fall. Yeah, cartoon and style. it was fun. It helped the game be a lot more doable in a lot of places. And it had me cracking up just with, I don't know. It was an enjoyable move. So the platforming is kind of maze-like, honestly. I was trying to think of a game to compare it to that was all, you, also on the Genesis. You want to know what... So this is the comparison I heard. I don't fully agree, but I'll, I'll tell you what the person was saying. Uh, they compared the level design to Sonic. Okay. I, was, I kind of Genesis. expected you to say that. Um, I, okay. I could see Sonic influence, but I could also see like PC platformer influence in a lot of the like interactive elements that bump you up and move you and even the look of it where it feels like there were sort of components yeah. just sort of dropped in. Hey, I had yeah. weird, this should be played on the PC. It didn't feel like a Genesis game to me. Look or anything, vibe. What's that PC platformer? It came up just recently. I think maybe Nolan in one of your streams or something. But uh, it was the it's the boy that has. It, I think the game is his name, and oh. he's got many different games. Yeah, come on, we played one uh, or two of them on our podcast. Uh, I know I exactly what you're talking about, and it has to do with like aliens or something. Yeah, uh, Vorticons. Uh, oh dang, is, you remember the name? <laughs> uh, that's that's those are the aliens. I can't help um, you. I, golly, I have no how idea. are we so close, but yet so We're far? Two hundred and twenty-nine episodes. You have to remember every single thing that we've touched, yeah. or you're. Well, we got to remember Commander Keen. We got to remember Commander Keen, boys. There it is. Yeah. So uh, I, I can see the PC comparison absolutely. Now that you say that, and I hate to say this, I can see the Sonic comparison a little bit. In that it's not strictly left to right. It's up and down quite a bit, actually. And some levels are completely up and down. And it gets kind of maze-like because there's a lot to explore in each stage, more than I thought I was getting in for. In and for. I and thought some it was hidden be, stuff. You had to like yeah. backtrack sometimes to find items, and there were good items that if you didn't go out of your way to find and, and break out that you didn't get. And so... It wasn't like it wasn't like the level design was boring or unthought about. It just felt real felt field. Field field. Yeah, it just felt real flat to me somehow. Oh, I, I disagree. Actually. <laughs> so like I I just this, thought this, there was plenty to explore and even some of the themes of, like there's a vertical only stage that utilizes some of the other interactables and that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like the stages are not static. There are there are these like things that blow you up, like some air pockets. There's there are these things that have arrows that indicate where it's going to bounce you. And I don't know what's punching you, by the way. It happened too quickly. <laughs> I don't know if it's like a tiki torch or what. But you weren't just going go right as fast as you can to the goal. There were I don't know. There was some exploration in this platformer. Yeah, exploration, I think that's the key thing. And with Sonic, one of the things that you've got is it's not just one path that gets you to the end. And in a lot of platformers, it's 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 one path. You're pretty much going one way. You can go up top or down low, but you're going one direction to get there. Here, there's so many different paths that you can take. There's so many areas, places that you can miss because you can you can do many different things to get to the end. Now, Kenny, you had mentioned items, and we can talk more extensively about items momentarily, but as I mentioned, you've got three different levels to each world and then a boss fight at the end. 
I had a very weird experience this this week because it was different than any other game that I played. And I got to the first boss. I beat the first boss. I tried to walk out of the stage and it said that I could not leave the stage yet because I did not have the key item Mm -hmm. that would allow me to leave. Now, nothing up until that point had told me that I needed to get a key item. And I told you then. I had no idea what that meant. So it puts me back there in that boss area. Boss is gone. But then I was left to go throughout the rest of the stage after beating the boss and find this one item that is all the way back at the beginning, by the way, that is just some random blue vial of something to then leave the stage. Do we hate that or do we appreciate that? Well, that's the case not only on that on on the end of the first world, but at the end of every world to leave after you beat the boss, you have to have a particular item that is randomly located. I mean, it's it, it, it to you like it's it's not RNG. It's always going to be in the same place, yep. but it's on that final stage. There is a hidden item that you have to have to leave. Is it a part of the story? Or That's is what it I just... was going to ask. Like, what's no. the lore reason? Because there has it's, to be something. It's a gimmick. Uh, what do you mean is. it's a gimmick? I mean, like, it's they wanted to do something novel and make the game unique and force this exploration. And so they went with a gimmicky solution of, like, find a certain item, but then didn't justify it with any kind of gameplay reason. Yeah. Like it, like an upgrade or something. I, I did not get distracted by it because I did not get to the end of a stage and not have the item. I always found it on accident, or I just you were found really it. thorough with your like. Yeah, I just got lucky, I guess. As you went, but I can oh. see getting to the end of a stage, beating the boss, and then it telling me that I can see that being pretty annoying, just because oh, it's yeah. not common. Like you can't just do that other no the standard says you can't do that (laughs) and and it's not that you're running back and just finding something you missed and being like oops this is one of those games that if you walk off of an area and walk back into it all of the enemies respawn (laughs) and so even in just your normal moving around you'll like kill an enemy on a platform turn around to like grab something and then jump onto that platform thinking it's empty and then the enemy went just far enough off screen to respawn and kill you and i hate that that's garbage yeah I, I guess that's their way of trying to be a little humorous. Okay. Yeah. To be a little humorous. Yeah. That's, did you that was a double really, whammy. Did you look that I one don't, up? I don't have. No, you I don't looked have, up. You Googled. I, I do <laughs> not have a document up of <laughs> puns about the body. He does. He does. No, you don't think I could come up with trying to be a, to be a little humorous on my own? I don't. And also... Force it into conversation. He's, um, he's got four on. more ready for us. <laughs> no, I can't I'll, wait. I'll, no, I'm going to keep that at arm's length. Um, oh, okay. quit. So that's I know that was that's not even as good as the first one. So um, I don't I don't know. It is weird. It's not normal to have to go and find those. But I was doing my levels completely different than you, Nolan. You were exploring. I was just trying to get to the end as quickly as possible. Uh, Kenny, in his first play, he's trying to explore a little bit, and then I think he dies, and he's like, you know what, I'm going to speed run this. (laughs) And it just (laughs) starts starts taking off. By the way, Kenny, what? Why were you okay at this video game? I don't know. That confuses me. Maybe it's weird (laughs) affinity with mummies. Yeah. Maybe it's that it did have kind of a, a PC sort of vibe to it. I know that's sort puns. of a non-traditional thing. It gave you energy. But like, 
This game just clicked with me. I'm bad at a lot of platformers, but the mechanics here worked, and I did relatively well with this game, weirdly enough. Well, we got to give you a hand because uh, okay. you did. He's got a Google Doc. Uh, you did. Nolan, how do no. we get ahead of these jokes? No, and, no. I'm not participating. Let's go, Kenny. Let's go. <laughs> I am not doing Kenny, that. Kenny, yeah, for sure, though. Kenny was good at this game. Did you, did you continue? Were you, were you quality throughout the rest of the week? I was. I didn't stay as, like, weirdly on my game. I was super, like, in the zone when I was first playing, but... Uh, I I did well at this most of the time. A few of the bosses gave me a little bit of trouble. Um, oh yeah! By the way, let's talk about those boss fights because right, we kind of talked about the boss fights were weird. They were. It was nice that there was a decent variety of kind of what the bosses did, yeah. but I definitely felt like once you learned that there was an item specifically for like dealing extra damage to bosses, it made a lot more sense. As to why I was having a hard time getting through one or two of them. Um, so I don't know. Talk about bosses, but then we also have to talk about those items because kind of weird choice. So the bombs that you can throw the little potions. Oh, we're doing items first? Yeah. You've got, what, eight to ten yeah, different items? Yeah, a whole bunch. And then you have to go into your menu, select the item that you want to use, and then it comes out. It's, it's pretty clunky there, but... And you're not talking just go into a menu. You're talking one of the <laughs> Conversation. Oh, <yeah>. buttons on <laughs> this your... This is a computer game. This is a PC it game. Does, it sure. feels like a PC game. I'm telling you, I'm not crazy. Why would they not that. have you cycle through? Why would they have a cursor that you yeah. have to move with the D-pad? Yeah. Right, normally, normally we get mad about the fact that, that you have to like hit start or select to get into this advanced menu. But here, the problem is like your primary button the way the game originally maps your buttons. And again, we're, I don't think any of us were playing on a Genesis controller, so we probably started in a little bit of a better place. But primary button is not jump or attack. It's bring up your item menu. Super obnoxious. And then once you get there, it's a cursor that physically moves around the screen with your D-pad like, like a mouse pointer. And you have to select the item to see what it does. And then like and hear then some text. Hit it and then say use. It yeah. is clunk. It's clunky. And uh, th- there's so many items. I didn't really rely on them much unless I was fighting bosses, but there are some that are bombs. There are some that uh, get, uh, you get like invincibility uh, for a little while. Th- you can jump farther kills, and go faster. Some that kills everything on the, sta- on the screen. I yeah. hated the on. animation of. It was yeah, trippy and wavy. made me kind of want to throw up a little bit. Ugh. Yeah. I never yeah, used items, really. I only use them on bosses. I. And then had to go and collect the ones that let me leave the final stage of each world. But um, th- those are all. And the bosses, I did think that each of them were different. They yeah, all have sure. their own unique patterns. They do. Uh, they, they all looked well animated, drawn, colored, all of that. It, it, they looked cool. They were big. They were massive. They were scary. I ended up fighting the boss at the end of the second world, I believe, which was the toad or the frog. I don't know how to tell the difference. But... I didn't fight it the first time because I was speed running. And if you go fast enough, if you recall, you fall down. The, uh, the whole second world maybe is up down. I don't remember. Or no, the third level usually on each world is up down. But I was coming down very fast and went to the left and the boss did not spawn. And I left before <laughs> before even seeing the boss. And so I completed that you, world. You I, naturally found like a speed run I, bug exploit naturally, just playing yeah. the game. What? Yeah. 
And so I went back because I wanted to try that boss and and a really easy pattern on that that frog toad boss. Uh, but it was it was a lot of fun <laughs> and very different than the first boss. Yeah, uh, it was actually a toad frog. Toad frog, got gotcha. you. Yeah. So I I enjoyed the bosses. I thought that was one of the highlights them. of this game. No, no, no. I went back and I fought him. Uh, I thought that was the highlight of this game. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a high point for me too. I was I was genuinely surprised that they had that sort of variety in like their move set and how you had to beat them. I mean, I guess you could just spam the items every time, but I didn't really use items because because of how annoying it was to actually use them. I just used the the boomerang head and. Yeah, I I thought they were pretty impressive, actually. Definitely one of the better things uh, about the game, I think, was was bosses that were nice. Can we also talk about their attempts at sort of novelty? I, I say attempts. I guess they pulled it off. There were a couple of levels that didn't follow the traditional, like, just go pattern. Yes, they leaned on, like, giving you an ice level. Yes, there were ridiculous underwater levels that made no sense because fluid dynamics and the water would have spilled out of the container. Uh, but the ones that made me like kind of be impressed with the fact that they wanted stuff different was the totem being chased. Yeah, the totems and then the little tank guy. Yeah, the totem thing was awesome. I really enjoyed that stage. Well, yeah, because it was the third world, I believe. So you had to play through six of the same levels, in my opinion, before you even got there. Oh, I no, thought no, no. I uh, it was something like that. That's what I thought. Nothing really changed until that third and maybe i just knew that it was same 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 finally different so that is why i also Mm. enjoyed the totem world but i felt like it was the same thing for far too long before it started implementing these new things i can see Um, that totem world was fun ice world was okay it wasn't even that you know sometimes those ice worlds and underwater worlds are notorious for being so frustrating i thought the handling of uh, who is our guy? Chuck D head was D. good enough. And you, you were given that ability to hover fly kick, whatever that gave me a lot of control, um, that I felt like those stages were even done pretty, yeah. pretty well. Aged. So definitely, 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 in my opinion, feels like a Genesis game. We talk about that sometimes when we play Genesis titles, how they look a certain way and they feel a certain way compared to SNES games. And this one, absolutely, like if you didn't tell me anything else, I wouldn't have said PC even, even though that's a good observation. I would have said for sure this is on the Genesis. Okay, before you go further, want to hear what I have to say? Sure. It definitely, definitely, definitely doesn't feel like a Sega Genesis title. Wow, what is it? So it feels like a PC I, I, title. I had that in my notes, not written like that, but I had Dang. that it looks and sounds like a bad Super Nintendo game. Wow. But I'm I'm leaning more to the PC side now that Kenny has brought that, that out a little bit more. Yeah. Kenny, where do you fall? Does this feel like a Genesis game to you? Uh, so I, no? I 100% oh, get where you guys are both coming from because there's elements of things that are Genesis-y in like... Yeah tone and theme and some of the like irreverent stuff that they did there there literally was this whole like we can do things on the genesis because we can do them that like nintendo games literally won't let you have in them and that was a thing especially in the early 90s and so i totally get that vibe but in terms of look and feel of it and the graphics and stuff yeah i was more in your camp dust and i felt like it was uh I don't know if it was the animations or the art style or what it was 
maybe it was just that it wasn't like anime enough and i have this weird association <laughs> of like j not jrpgs but like actiony kind of treasure style games being <laughs> the, what the genesis does but it it didn't feel like that to me okay the uh, desert uh, desert i don't that's not the right word with the totem no later on um it, it had like volcanoes in the backdrop and it was a very like desert looking area stage yeah to me felt so genesis graphics and feel and that like bad bass sound that was in all the genesis games was here though <laughs> they tried to make a like bass noise and it was just like dum 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 i i don't know if it, it i did not get any sort of other vibes like snes or anything like that or even pc I'll defer to you. You owned the Genesis. I did not. But uh, and maybe we're jaded, Kenny, because the Genesis games we played on this podcast primarily have been this bright, popping, high quality, high fidelity in many different ways that sets it dynamically apart from the Super Nintendo games. You know, that was the contemporary of the time when I'm playing this. It felt more dull uh, like uh, musically and graphically than what I've come to expect on the Genesis. Now we played a few. I know that the Genesis didn't hit it out of the park on every single one of those titles. And, and but this is one that I feel like, okay, I can buy that it's Genesis, but again, man, hmm. now that Kenny has said the whole PC thing, <laughs> I'm just leaning like this feels and looks and controls like a PC, maybe Super Nintendo thing more than, in my mind, a, a Genesis title. And let me give one example of that. The the visuals. I thought I thought they were inconsistent. So some of the stages were pretty bright and looked good. And and by bright, I know with a with a mummy and so, and this whole theme, we're not always gonna be bright, cheery, like yay, right? We are going to have some darker themes sure. at times and, and that's okay. But I felt like for a while it was just this muddy, ugly, dark, gray, green, brown, very little detail, even to the backgrounds. It just felt um, kind of boring at times. Also, there was one platform. I don't know if you guys noticed it. It only showed up a few times throughout the game, but there was one platform that looked like, um, I don't know, like something in your kitchen, like a container of bread, like in a, in a glass pan. And I couldn't figure out what it was supposed to be. Most of the other stuff, like you kind of got it. Yeah. It was supposed to be nature. It was supposed to be a platform. There were a few things that just made me scratch my head and be like, chicken casserole? What are you talking yeah, so about? I, I never thought chicken casserole while playing <laughs> this game. Casserole? But I did see a few different platform choices that I was like, are these different than all the other platforms? I didn't see I didn't see the bread or chicken casserole or kitchen. It was, whatever. More, it was more bread. It, this is just one platform. It didn't show up a lot of places, but it confused me. But I just thought it was inconsistent because some of the stages looked good. Again, I'll, I'll go back to that totem one. It, it colors popped, different colored background, sun maybe setting, I think, and uh, it, things looked good. But then there were other stages that were just flat, muddy, dark, yeah, not I, Genesis. I totally got where you're coming from. I think for me, it was sort of a lack of cohesion in the look of things um, that that bothered me. It felt like there were a bunch of sort of elements that they had that had been just sort of put together. It almost felt like the kind of game you would get in a like in like a builder sort of game, you know, a a Super Mario Maker but like back in the day where they're like here's a whole bunch of blocks you can put in creative ways and 
just throw them together to get a level. And, and also the font know. for the islands was like futuristic. That felt like random. In, yeah, you know there, were, I mean? there were a number of things like that that just didn't feel as as thought through and polished as some of the games of that era felt. You know, it just was kind of there. Can can we talk about this music? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I did you I what, hated it you so much. Hated it? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Too Maybe it's just the repetitive? whole like spooky thing doesn't work for me. And I get it's like spooky jazz, is yeah, what's it's going on. It's like weird it. like game jazz Halloween funk. I don't even but know. Did, but admit it, it fit. Did it not it, right, fit? Right, so that's it what I was asking. Game. It, it, it might not be your preference, but is it good for what it's trying to accomplish? Is I think my absolutely. Question. Like you have to admit that. Because I get cheesy. it. Jazz it felt cheesy and it matched. I just didn't like it. Maybe it's a totally a preference thing, but I yeah. felt like they could have been a little subtler. But I feel like all of my problems with this game were flavor things like that, where they could have done something a little less, and they just like really leaned into the gimmick and the cheese of it. Too and I'm salt. all about some of that, but it it ultimately didn't connect with me you would have preferred the anime magical hat bodokai whatever absolutely absolutely and i i I would have to i mean yeah so this theme is not mine but i'm trying to see over that because just the just but based on theme doesn't mean something's a bad game right it could totally be in that niche and and work so i think musically it works I didn't. I don't love the spooky ghost jazz, but it does <laughs> fit for sure, and it worked. And I think musically, that might be an area where where it did maybe feel a little bit Genesee. I I don't know. I don't know if by music I yeah. can tell a distinction. Oh, I can. I'd agree there. I, I okay. can't for sure. And like I said, it's that like fake bass noise. <laughs> I, I don't. That's the best I can explain it. That to me, I'm just like, oh, I'm playing a Genesis game right now. But like, yeah, I thought I. <laughs> I don't love the soundtrack. I'm not going to go listen to it, but absolutely it fit and it was fun. It kept the pacing there. If you got bored, I guess it, it helped. Another thing that like stood out to me in terms of um, like, wow, this was a pretty good look was the animations for like the bosses. Like when you damage some of them, they had like really funny and, like actually pretty good animations like the um the mole when you hit him his sunglasses bounce up and you can see his eyes like he's getting hurt and they <laughs> yeah, come back I did down like that a lot I, I, they they put a lot of detail into the into some of these animations and it shows i kind of appreciated that if you want to play decap attack it is extremely easy you can play on steam you can buy it right now for 99 cents pc game uh, it's, hi yeah it's also on the sega genesis classic collection uh, if you want a copy an actual genesis copy you can get one uh the complete set for about 30 dollars. if you want it brand new you're going to be coughing out a little bit more at 120 or so but uh it's definitely it's definitely doable if you want to play it today actually fairly easy if you want to play it today if you want to own it might be a different conversation Final thoughts. At the end of each and every one of our episodes, we determine whether or not the game gets our vote for New Game Plus status, which is our general thumbs up or thumbs down. It does require two-thirds of the vote to swing one way or the other. Nolan, will you share your thoughts first? Sure. I'll just give you all a heads up that I... Oh, oh, oh you're, you're coming into the pun territory. Yeah, yeah, it sucked. Right. Um, I thought this game absolutely sucked. Like, when I, when I first opened it, I was like, no. I, I'm. I don't think that's funny. 
I'm not that big into puns. Like I can appreciate good ones, but not these. And I, so I, I started playing the game and I got like three stages in, like maybe the second world after the first boss. And I was like, well, I'm playing a Genesis game that I kind of wish I would have played when I was younger because I had fun. It was a fun platformer because a lot of the elements of it were familiar to me being a Genesis fan and just being a fan of like that style of platformer where you you do a lot of exploration more than a lot of other games. Like other games could have done some more exploration in their platformers and this one did it. And it's not super rewarding exploration. It's not like you find you know, something that's going to power you up or give you a secret ending or anything. But I was just appreciating the look and the feel. And it it gave me some nostalgia for Genesis games when I haven't even played it. So I, I give it new game plus, um, I don't know. I know no one's going to play it, but maybe you should. It's, um, it's fun. So I barely give it new game plus, but I do. (laughs) All right, Nolan, I have a bone to pick with you. All right. Oh. What? <laughs> um, I, uh, at first, uh, when I watched the first play and then I first experienced it, I thought, too, that it was going to be a bad game. And then I continued to play it and realized that I was right, that it is going to be a bad <laughs> game. I uh, don't think it's the worst game of all time, but and it's mechanically sound. I felt like I had control of my character. That works really well on a platformer. Yeah. I just didn't have fun. I, I don't like the theme, but, but that's okay, and I, I can see over that. Um, again, I don't find the theme humorous, but I do, but, but I just didn't have fun. In fact, early on in the week, I was like, I am not enjoying this. So I stopped, forced myself to come back to it days later, played a few more worlds just because I was like, I mean, this is my job, right? This is what I've got to do to be able to have an opinion on this game. Every time that I played, I was forcing myself to play. I just didn't have fun is what it comes down to. It's not bad. It's just not innovative or new enough. Your character's not evolving or growing. The same enemies that you're fighting on level one, world one, you're fighting on world seven, level three, you know? So it's just little evolution of your character, of the, of the, the worlds. Um, it, it, I'm going and expecting Genesis didn't fully get Genesis. So I don't give it my vote for new game plus status, which means that it's in the hands, hands, bones, puns of Kenny. I like having all the power. And I also disagree with both of you, but for different reasons. Um, For me, I feel like this week, if you had to sum up my experience, it's inverted Nolan because I sort of agree, but about all the different things. I also had fun playing this game, unlike Dustin, uh, which was surprising because sometimes platformers are not my thing. Maybe it was just because this one clicked with me and I was more (laughs) successful than I sometimes am. I don't know. But I had fun. I continued to have fun. And I was enjoying the fact that this game was gimmicky. But then I felt like there were so many gimmicks that the game just sort of became a gimmick. I don't know. It it lacks like thoughtful cohesion. Like it, it leans on the fact that there's these silly jokes and it leans on 
breaking up your levels by just like putting a weird thing chasing you, even though then the level design is still the same. And bosses were fine, but the items are gimmicky and not well put in. And the in-between stages stage where you collect extra stuff and even then you get in a random lane and then you get in another random game. It just... It was it was funish to me, but just sort of barely and and was too gimmicky. And so I don't think everyone should play this game, though some people may and enjoy it. So no new game plus from me, which means uh, that's two thirds of the vote. So this game, what is it called? Uh, Decap attack. Wow. Decap attack is not <laughs> new game podcaster. plus certified. Uh, it does not have a leg to stand on. Uh, but if you would like to play it, feel free to. I know that some others in our community played it this week, wrote in and gave us their thoughts. Saint Minister, uh, this was his first to write in. He said, in another lesser world, the likes of Mario 3, all real monsters and Matt Groening never existed. Instead, all three manifested in decap attack for the Sega Genesis. Do you remember all real monsters? This yeah. does have that kind of vibe. Yeah, I love that show. Um, it is good that we do not live in that world. While what it lacks in design is made up for with some character and ease of play, I can't say this is a necessity to have experienced no NGP. I feel like we aligned. Kind of. I think, yeah, I think that's going to be a lot of people. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe someone loved it. But I, I am okay with all of your y'all's thoughts on this game. Usually I'm mad because I disagree, but it makes yeah, sense. The thing is, though, this game was at least relatively popular when it came out. Like was it? it made some of the lists of best Genesis games of all time. It oh. it was popular enough to get re-released onto some oh. of these classics platforms. Like I wouldn't be shocked if people had played it and and loved it. I just it didn't work for me. Garlisle wrote in and said, I will say this game is certainly the product of its era. Something about covering every object in the stages with skulls sure, sure feels like Genesis trying to be the radical cool console that Nintendo wasn't. The controls and mechanics are decent and the level designs fairly balanced, if not super creative. And I do like the power-ups having different music as a little touch, but ultimately, having no care for this particular vibe, the game's just another forgettable Genesis platformer to me. Dang, okay. There's a theme forming here. Can we break it? Uh, Doubt it. Zach said, I gave decap attack an honest try. The first observation I had was that Chuck D head looks like he could be a Mega Man boss. He does. Yeah. I actually totally get that. (laughs) Honestly, some of, a lot of these bosses look like Mega Man bosses. As for the actual game, it is not without its charm, and some of the animations are pretty good. I particularly like the three phases of stomping enemies. As a kid, if I spent money on this game, I could see playing all the way through, but not today. There's a serious lack of weapon upgrades, and the game is just too easy to be interesting enough for me to play past the second world. No new game plus. Yeah, we didn't really talk about difficulty, huh? It was fairly easy. Do y'all agree? It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. And, And you... The thing that is a little bit frustrating is if you die, you lose your health. You start back at the beginning of that stage, which is fine. The stages aren't big, but all of the I- the enemies are, are, are back and all of the items that you've already discovered are gone. So it just yeah. makes it more difficult for new players coming. To and I, I think it was also the lack of, the, we talked about a little, the enemy variety. There was, there was yeah. like none. So like you were never introduced to some new challenge. It was all like, oh, I know how to handle this enemy. 
Yeah. Right. And they, they all do the same thing pretty much. I totally get his qualm of lack of upgrades too. I get you get the head and you can have it or don't. It's a little bit but like being big in Mario. It kind of yeah. gives you, you know, that whole vibe. But that's it. We, you've got this whole skeleton theme joke. Like rip off one of your legs and hop around and then bash people <laughs> a with sword. it. Or you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like take some ribs out and throw them at people or something like there's so much potential there to be mined. And instead the upgrades being kind of locked behind items and not really taking advantage of the theme felt like a major yeah. missed opportunity to me. If you want a game of this theme, medieval is what I would say. That yes, yeah. absolutely. Right. Not, not, that one was good. Not lying. Uh, Finally, Cecil wrote in and said, I can kind of respect the whole tongue-in-cheek nature of it. Trying to hit that kid-friendly horror comedy vibe you'd see later in games like Brain Dead 13 or the cartoon Toon Sylvania. But other than it being built out of the Magical Hat game and apparently trying desperately hard to be as different from it as possible while also trying to kickstart its own franchise, it really is just an also-ran of Genesis platformers. A what? I don't know. Also-ran. <laughs> two words. but okay. yeah, It's a phrase. Either way, uh, thank you guys for writing in. We didn't love it. Nolan gave it your vote. And if you'd like to play it, great. Bon appetit. Bon appetit. But for now, we're going to set aside Decap Attack and we're going to randomly select the next game that we're going to be playing for the next seven days from our ever-growing retro master list. Over a thousand games on there that are 15 years old or older. Randomizing now. The game that we are going to be playing is a 2002 release. Whoa. Huh. Yeah. It's an action-adventure game published by Nintendo for the Game Boy Advanced handheld game console. It is the fourth <laughs> installment in the Metroid series. We are going to be playing a game called Metroid Fusion. Oh, baby. All right, listen. Oh, baby, when you talk like that, I um never played Metroid before we pulled Metroid, the original, yeah. on our podcast. Yeah. And that was the that was our 100th episode when y'all had come over yeah. and we all played Metroid together. Yeah, that was that a was great fun. episode. 100, 200, 100, 100. Something like uh, that. 150? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. But, um, and I fell in love. Metroid, mu- sonically, graphically, the puzzle nature, the whole Metroid-esque development. Is, have you played this, Nolan, and is it as good as the original? You're in for a treat. Um, okay. I have played this one the most out of every Metroid game. And oh, wow. It is so so good, and I hope you, you also sp- like the GBA more than most people should. I, but that forget the platform. You could play this on any platform. I think you are going to. I hope that you beat it this week, Dustin. Ooh. So we'll see. I've got Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, that's true. Never mind. <laughs> it's gonna be good. <laughs> uh, will you pause Animal Crossing this week to play Metroid no. Fusion? Okay. (laughs) Uh, Well, find a copy of Metroid Fusion for the GBA and play it along with us this week. Please join us in Discord and join our awesome community and talk about Metroid with us this week. If you go to ngppodcast.com, you can click join us in Discord and join for free. We'll see you there. And if hanging out in Discord isn't enough for you, you can become an even better person by emulating Mr. Lattes, who joined us as a new patron this week on Patreon.com. Welcome. Or, like Bro Jim, who went way above and beyond and became our latest producer-level supporter. Yes. Thanks, Bro Jim. Bro Jim, welcome. And Bro him. Bro him. And here's the thing. He did that. 
he did that, what was it, Thursday night, Wednesday night, after a spontaneous late night Discord Discord gaming (laughs) session like with our listeners. We had never done this before. We've never done this, and it wasn't like a planned thing. No, somehow a dozen of us ended up in the general voice chat, and we ended up playing Jackbox games (laughs) together. (laughs) That's what COVID's... COVID's bringing us together. We did it until the wee hours of the morn, and uh, we're going to do that again in the future. So stay tuned. It's probably not going to be planned because it's us three, and it's just going to have to be when we end up together. But uh, we'll make sure that everybody knows. And if you're not too shy at that time, hop into the voice chat and play some games with us because it was a lot of fun. We're glad Bro Jim and everybody else was there to play. I won most of those games because I'm great. That's Um, not true. Also, guys... Also, uh, during the recording of this podcast, we actually got another new producer. What? Wow. Like that. Whoa. I didn't even know about this. It just just breaking news. Austin is now. I don't even know who Austin Whoa. is. The but entire city. The <laughs> Austin has joined us at a high level producer level. That's oh my big. God. Thank you, when, Austin. When you become a patron, you get various perks. If you're a producer, you get all of them. So you get unedited episodes. You get early video access. You get access to secret episodes. You get access to so many things. So, Austin, welcome wow. to you as well. Thank you. Join the producer. Um, and there's, I've heard that there's some secret Discord channels based on what patronage <laughs> level you're at. There, there are. You've heard? Great, but That's they're no I've longer heard. a secret because you just spoiled it. So Find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. Those links can be found in the show notes. Listen directly on any podcast provider of your choice. Make sure you subscribe so that you are the first to get new NGP episodes. And while you're at it, leave a kind rating and review. This episode was edited and produced by our good friend Tom Tate. Join us next week as we play Metroid Fusion. I almost said Prime. That's a totally different game. It's totally. Uh, Metroid Fusion. Until then, I'm still Dustin. I'm still thankful for all our other producers who we didn't shout out because Dustin got impatient with the episode. <laughs> Such as who? Ben, Dear Baby, Garlisle, Corey, Maxima, Shauna, Zach, and Zion. And I'm Samus. Ooh. Samus um and uh this has been a I need another pun um uh, butt cheeks butt cheeks episode of <laughs> new game plus <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>